Well, welcome back to another episode of the Taylor Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Picard, alongside my co-host, Alec Byersdorf. The Taylor Faith Podcast is hosted by the Vookie app. The Vookie app is your go-to app for sports content, risk-free betting. Download the app today in the Apple Store. Give it, a, give it a chance. Watch some ads. Check out some content posted by Scott and myself. And just get used to the whole idea of sports betting. Uh, now, thankfully, over the past few days, I've been in, you know, putting my bets into the Vookie app because I have been ice cold. But with that said, uh, you know, enter your chance. When you do win, you can uh, use those tokens and uh, the credits that you do have to enter different raffle prizes. So download the Vookie app today in your Apple store. Give it a chance. Play some bets. Vookie. I'm placing a bet right now. Action Pittsburgh, for all. Pittsburgh minus two and a half. So um, that's my bet right there. I'm putting it in right now. And I'm going to keep entering the Lululemon $100 gift card. To go with more Lululemon. Because the guy needs a new wardrobe. He Come does. on. But uh, I guess we can start in. Uh, speaking of, uh, we'll, we'll get into uh, college football bowl previews or bowl games. There's a lot to uncover. Post use. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of the bowl season so far? Uh, you know, it it's had a lot of ups and downs, in my opinion. Um, I think that really the last week has been actual relevant games. Teams that were at one point in the top 25 or in the top 25, obviously the New Year's Six Bowls, the playoffs gone through, or the semis have gone through. Semifinals, anticlimactic, unfortunate. Um, I thought there was, I mean, you look at the Rose Bowl, absolutely electric. Fiesta Bowl, incredible game. Um, you know, there have been some really good games. You know, there's been some different storylines. Uh, I can't say I was shocked. It's, it's unfortunate in the Sugar Bowl. You know, Matt Corral gets hurt. And then obviously the whole headline goes back to, oh, he really shouldn't have played. And, you know, so there's been different headlines and whatnot. Overall, I mean, it's been a, it's been a solid bowl season. You know, it's been unfortunate having some of the bulls cancel. And, you know, you Wake Forest is playing Rutgers, which just Rutgers has no business being there. But, I mean, overall, it, it, it's been a pleasure to watch. Um, you know, the New Year's Six Bowls are always a blast. And I think there's been, you know, some – you know, it's unfortunate because now it goes back to the the whole idea, you know, SEC over everybody. And I was really hoping that narrative was going to get broken this year. But, well, the SEC top is good. The, the middle, they, I mean, they they win games for, I think they started on four. On four, yeah. It, it, and so, yeah, and I, just mean I mean, that, that, but, that's, but that's the thing about the SEC is like they, everyone knows they're top heavy, but those teams struggle, or not in Georgia, but the the middle wasn't that great. I mean, everyone kind of lost besides them too. I mean, Kentucky had to go up, had to drive seventy five yards in yeah, a minute and a half to I'm win a game. Which I'm shocked by that. Yeah, and 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 so there's that SEC bias because the top's so good and it makes the others look good when they play them close. But like, let's be honest, like Ole Miss did nothing against Baylor. Yeah, nothing. Right? Nothing against Baylor. Um, I wasn't hasn't been that great since like week seven, and Kentucky. You know, needed a lot to beat them. Uh, need a last second drive, and and so I think the SEC is overrated in the aspect of the middle is, but the top is so much superior that it helps make that middle look better than it really is in yeah. my eyes. Um, but there, there, well, I want to get into it. Curb, curb Street, or or so whatever the bowl games. 
I like them. I'm a sports better. Yeah, we, I gotta love g- we got a game Tuesday. And give and give them. Just like, we got a game kids, Tuesday. Yeah, LSU look. can't say. Why do we need it? It's great. It's for, this game is for the the gamblers. This is like, hey, there's nothing going on Tuesday. Let's let's throw a football. I just game think it's there. wild they decide this is the second to last bowl game. Like, why is this the second to last bowl game? But exactly. I mean, I think it's great. I know what are there 42, 43 bowl games, whatever there is. Forty four. I thought this year. Forty four with championship. But yeah. It, it just, to me, it's like, yeah, let the kids play, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, no harm, no foul. Like, why are people mad that, like, Rutgers is playing Wake Forest or that K-State's playing LSU? Like, who gives And it? then who cares who's standing out? Let these kids, uh, first off, people are like, these teams don't care. And when I, I said this about Florida and UCF, like, we were spot on about that, um, that uh, Florida doesn't care. UCF is taking us. And what I mean by that is when the game gets played, the players actually care. Like, I don't care. They're competitors. Yeah. Oh, they're, yeah. in there, like, they're in there. Like, I don't care. They're in there when they're playing and they're loading up the pads. Everyone's competing and playing hard. The, the, I don't care part is the preparation the prep, leading the practice, up to it. The, yeah. It's all oh, we got to play this film. team. I don't want to do. Yeah. There's just a lot less effort going into that because there's no, there's no reward really. Like that, yeah. th- once that game's over, unless you're in the playoff and it just, it's like, yep, yep. Up, your season's over. But I think it's amazing. Like let these kids yeah, play. Who cares? They who, earned it. And then they let them get a vacation. Like yeah. whatever. Um, and then you have, uh, the college football playoffs that we had, which were just two, just dominant performances by Alabama and Georgia. I know we touched on it a little at bit. At least but Bama since he was more exciting to watch than Cincy, at least if they had, they just offensively couldn't, couldn't move the ball. The guys, guys weren't even making like when you are an underdog, you have to make plays and in like in basketball, you have yep. to make shots, tough shots. Um, there, they're just, the receivers were dropping balls. It was going off their hands, like plays that they should, they couldn't get a long drive. And then Bama was just, and this is what the, the genius part of Nick Saban, I, I believe is, a lot of coaches, I think, overcoach and overthink. He was just like, well, they're not going to stop the run. I'm just going to run the ball 700 times a game. Yeah, until they make an adjustment, and they, they put, just didn't. They didn't. They, I, they we, to- we watched the games together for those, and I literally was just like, do something different. They do. They, since his offense is a three-down lineman, three defense. Or defense is three-down lineman, three uh, backers. backers, and five uh, uh, corners, or secondary. They just, I know if you've never practiced a four down or five down, but the difference between a great team and a very good team is a great team has players that can adjust to that, can go four down, yeah. can go five down. And do you don't think Bama could just be like, hey, for a, a month to prep, hey, let's practice a four down set? Because if we go three, they're just going to run the ball. You, you you can prep these guys to have at least a package to change it and then go back, you know, and then on second and 10, go back to your three down. But you they didn't change it. Their linebackers are five, six yards. So basically the running back who had an all-time uh, game is literally just doesn't even get touched until a yard down the uh, He gets a yard before he gets, he gets a hand on him. Yeah. By that time, he's getting five yards. You know, that's what it was, you know, they did it. Overall, I mean, I want to say since he was, com- they were competitive. Like until that, uh, until that play at the end of the first half is 10-3. Obviously, they go, they have the long touchdown, but like there's a point there where I think Bama had like was like one for their last eight and third down conversions, but the key was stopping them on first down, like only letting them get one or two yards. And they did that like somewhat effectively, but then at the beginning of the game and the end of the game, they couldn't do that at all. And I'm just like, what are you doing? And then they like did they, you know, they they made plays, but then it'd be first down and they'd get like a false start or a penalty. And you're like, you're not good enough, or you're, you're not better than Bama. Yeah. So you cannot be first and long, second and long, because you were never going to, you know, do that. Yeah, and, and then we go to the Alabama game. And the the thing with Alabama, oh no, sorry, sorry. Michigan and Georgia. Sorry, we're going to Michigan, Georgia game. Michigan. 
just, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, I, if I were, I would be taking uh, Thibodeau over Hutchinson right now with the first pick based on him just getting bullied by that bullied. Georgia. Bullied. But, but prior to that game, I would have taken Hutchinson Yeah, and, and, and there was talk about that. I'd take Kay Vaughn. He, he seems, he's just different. He didn't really play all this year, so if he did, they might be a different story. Um, there might not be as many questions. Uh, but Georgia just bullied Michigan. Michigan couldn't run the ball. There's a play. That big D tackle. Um, when they ran like kind of like a outside handoff, he blew up the center and yeah, the center pole and tra- tracked down the running back. And I go, yep, these are just a different breed it's, of people. Yeah. yeah. They're just different. And I'll say this. I, what did I tell you at your, the house? Why did I not like Michigan? Because they're a bunch of preppy little, they came in and these pregame like things, they came in with the like Jordan jumpsuits, wearing know. these glasses, run the damn ball, this offensive lineman. They came in like a prep school team, in the suburbs, that's never really faced like a tough, gritty team, uh, yeah, it, a, 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 a blue collar team. They came in like they're a bunch of prep school kids in the suburbs who just like, look at us, we're fourteen and one, we're gonna win. Like everyone doesn't believe this, like this cocky attitude when they're the underdog, and I, it just gave me a vibe of like they didn't really prepare as well. There's also that John Harbar like in in uh, bowl games, he's just terrible because when they get time to prep and prep, he doesn't do well, um, but. I just didn't feel. I said I don't. I don't like no. it. And it was. It was. Yeah, it, it was the right. But it could. I could have been wrong. But like, I, it was, I was so right. This team came in. Georgia is just like a more blue collar. These guys. And now they're five star recruits, but they're blue collar. They have this like blue collar mentality of just like, we're here to win. We don't care what it takes. We're mean. Yeah. We're gonna beat you. Where Michigan had this like preppy kind of attitude. That like, well, oh, we be, we beat Ohio State once, and like, yeah, now and we're like the run shit. the yeah. damn ball. It's I, like, yeah, you sure you want? And their offensive line got exposed. Exposed. I mean. It was, then, it was, it was actually like just the whole game was just pathetic to watch because it was never a game. And then like Georgia just stepped on their throats yep. and like never let off. And so I was, just, I mean, it was super disappointing. I mean, at least the, at least I could say like I was entertained watching the Bama Cincy game because since he at least like was somewhat competitive, they, dro- the, they gave up a touch on the first drive. They, they drove, they drove down to seven. They get that, you know, it could be a little different game, put a little more pressure on them. I'll say this. Um, I looked at YouTube during the game. I said, uh, yeah, maybe we overreacted on Georgia a little yeah. bit, but one bad game, one, one, one bad, like half basically. Yeah. And it, and it, we went, Stetson Bennett answered the call. So I thought they should start JT. So good for him. He answered the call. Um, so yeah, there's that. I guess we can go into a preview, uh, national championship game. Rematch Alabama. of the SEC championship. Georgia. Yeah. I mean, Georgia's minus two and a half. Over under 52. I guess. Give me the over. Over. Really? Right away. I think Georgia's odd defense is going to like actually step up and not get murdered. Um, Not having (laughs) Mechie. Like they got, they got, they got man, like after the first yeah. quarter, they got manhandled those last three quarters yeah. from, from Bama. I don't, I think Bama's defense is good enough to hold it. I actually like the under, I see like a, like a 24, 21, 24, 20 game. Um, here's the thing. I still do believe Georgia's the better team. I think they have the revenge factor. I do all that. I just don't know if I trust Kirby smart against Nick, Saban. against Nick Saban. I don't know if I can do that. Kirby smart, Nick Saban. Close your eyes. It's like, it's going to happen again. Like I, I'll go to bed at night knowing that I bet Nick Saban and he didn't win Alabama or Georgia won their first national championship and everything. I'm like, all right, whatever. I, I, I took, I bet on Nick Saban, but like you bet Kirby smart in Georgia and they blow a lead again. Yeah. You're sitting there going like, why did I 
Why did I think now would be different? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously they don't have Mechie, which is a huge loss. But, I mean, if they can establish the run whatsoever, which obviously Georgia's front is very good, but if they can establish the run at all, it's like, wow. I mean, they just proved like that they're cool with doing that. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I think the over hits, though. I mean, I think Georgia's offense is clicking. And they were moving the ball against Bama. I mean, they started out the game strong. So, you know, I it's it's tough for me to to say, like, yeah, I think this game's going to be completely different because there's only difference in this game is Mechie. Is like, which it, is their best wide receiver, but yep. they still prove they can. I mean, since these defense overall is pretty solid, and they yeah. still, you know. I don't, but I don't think they ran the ball so well. I don't see them doing that. And can Alabama's offensive line block the way they did at the SEC championship a game again and give Bryce Young that much time? He like got like no pressures on him. If he starts getting pressures, I don't see if they do play the defensive line plays a little better than they did. I can see Georgia actually winning the game. So that's I, I don't know where I'm at right now, but I guess great now. I just I'm taking Nick Saban with ten days of preparation um, over Kirby Smart because he's just it's just proven that he's always beat him in these situations. I mean, yeah. two, he's two and zero oh in championship games, whether it's the national championship or the SEC championship. Um, so there's that. Last thing I want to get into in college football is uh, Kirk Herbstreit's take. Basically, what he said was. Kids don't love football as much as they used to anymore. Kids Absolutely don't. Absolutely ridiculous yeah. So it, there's two things to it. I, and I think they went, what I think he was trying to say was, based on his conversations with coaches and stuff, kids don't like football as much as they used to because there's other things. There's the NIL. And they might not. They might not be like going in the gym every day and working, what, yeah. they, it, working hard. But what his example, too, was them sitting out. Which is bowl games, irrelevant. which is completely two totally different things. Co- two completely different yeah. things. Like you can't. There's no co- just because they don't love football doesn't mean like you don't think Christian McCaffrey. You don't think Jalen Smith from Notre Dame would love to have sit out that bowl game that meant nothing where he tore his, where he broke Maybe. his ankle and he almost had his leg amputated. Yeah. Like you don't think he would want? It cost him millions of dollars, right? I'll say this. I'll play for. I'm a college player. Say I'm a, I'm a star player on a team. We get invited to a Rose Bowl. It's I'm playing for my guys. I'm playing for my guys. Hey, if you get hurt, you're going to go from a first-round pick, which is $15 million, to a fourth or fifth-round pick, which is not a guaranteed contract. You know what, guys? Good luck in, good luck in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I'll be on the sideline. I'll be yeah. Chris Olave cheering for you guys. Unless it's Kenny a semifinal, Pickett. then it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You're playing. You are not playing for anything other than pride. In, in you know, Kirk Herbstreit the next day, on the set of the Rose Bowl, um, you know, came out and tried to justify his comments. And he said, you know, well, what I mean was, and kind of how you said, he's like, you know, people like, or just aren't in the gym. Like they don't, they're just not in, like, they're in here because we tell them they're not just in here because they're like gym rats or that they want to watch film. Like they just don't love football the way they did. No, I mean that, yeah, there's more distractions. And he, and he even was like, you know, you have your phones and video games, blah, blah. You know what though? Like, come on. I, I think this is a thing. This, this is, this I think this is the whole thing where, like, your parents always say it was tougher when they grew up and everything. You yeah. know, like, it, it's just— Kirk Curve Street walked well, uphill both ways yeah. home from school. When like, I was—when I was coaching college basketball, we used to—when I was recruiting kids, the coach would be like, you know, he plays hard. And I always used to be like, shouldn't everyone play hard? Like, I, what do you yeah. mean? But, like, even when, like, in the 90s, you want to say it's the NBA, like, the all those, like— when you say, oh, did he play hard? Like, everyone—but, but like, Dennis Rodman played hard. And that—so when people are like, oh, this guy loves football— 
it was uh, Kirk Herbert's like, oh, I, I hear guys say, oh, he loves football. It's like everyone should love football. They're playing at that level. It's like, uh, no, not everyone loved football back. I mean, if everyone loved football in the 70s and 80s, they wouldn't be, you know, drinking beers and smoking cigs at halftime. And, yeah. you know, like, like you know, so if they really it, care. It's just diff. I think, you know, it is one, to his point, two different arguments. The whole sitting out has, in my opinion, nothing to do with your love for football. At that point, you're only sitting out for a literally a professional decision because they're not sitting out and being like, I'm going to go enter the, I'm going to go submit my resumes to wall street. No, they're, they're going, I'm sitting out cause I'm going to prepare for the NFL draft, which is, in essence means I'm not going to break or tear any break something or tear my ACL. Oh, and like Matt Crow, you know, rolled his ankle. So there's like, I don't think it's not going to get bad. So it's not going to affect his draft status. But like, even if you're a wide receiver, at like central Michigan and they, he sits out like, Oh, he's not even a first round pick. Well, he's a senior and he's going to be a fifth round pick right now projected. If he gets hurt, he won't get drafted. So let him get drafted as a fifth, you know, like yeah, or, or, it's, it's the risk reward. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not a great risk. You know, if you're a fifth round guy, if he put up 300 yards in that game, he may go up to a fourth round, but if he, tears his ACL, he goes to undrafted, yeah. and he's not able to play for over a year and likely never gets a chance. Guys, this, this is their this is their livelihood. They're, you have one chance, especially in the, in the sport of football. You really have one chance. I, I saw a guy tweet at Kirk Herbstreit, and then he goes, no, that, that's a great idea, Kirk. I, I agree with you. So why don't you guys – why does the ESPN for the national championship game, no commercials, you guys all do it for free. Everyone volunteers their time. Everyone volunteers their flights. You do everything for free. No commercials. Uh, how about that? We get a two-hour football yeah. game. Or Great fluid. Everyone, everyone that's everyone on ESPN. No commercials. No nothing. You guys go on set and you don't get paid that week. Yeah. Hey, if you, you know, really, and you know what I thought was someone even to that take. Someone said, "What about all these coaches that are not coaching their bowl games? Yeah, because they're they are are taking another job." And they brought up like like you know Brent Venables. He's watching the Oklahoma game in Oklahoma gear, but that was his team that he coached all season. And and obviously oh, Les Brent, Miles. Yeah, all these guys. Yeah. Everyone. everyone. Every coach that did not coach their bowl game. Chip Kelly's done it twice. Yeah. Like you're t I mean, why are, why is this just a player thing? But that's just the work that is the shape they, of what they what, that's happened, how they what happened is what what made this happen, a lot of guys sitting out is the playoffs having four teams because now the Rose Bowl doesn't mean as much when it was when it was one game everyone used there's a national championship game but the Rose Bowl meant one because it's like hey we win the Rose Bowl we went 12 and one it's a successful year or we went 13 and one yeah. you know the national championship game we felt we got gypped out of it you know you could have that argument hey blow this team out we might actually get a share of it you know yeah um so there was that option the way to solve this is you make it a 12 team playoff team Kenny Pickett against Michigan State Kenneth uh, Walker, Walker plays. Are, are not sitting out mm -mm. if they make the college football. You know what it does? People think it will diminish the regular season. No, all of a sudden when you're like a top twenty-five team, then you you, have, you, you have a, you have a chance to make a run. If you're not if like you're, you were Mississippi State when they were like seven and three or whatever, they were at like nineteen and twelve teams get in. They're like, hey, if we win our last three games, we can yeah. move up to twelve really easily. And you know what? Yeah, Alabama and Georgia might still be at the at the end and still in the championship. But guess what? You get Ole Miss Baylor as a semifinal game instead of a just a regular bowl game. You yeah. get Oklahoma State Notre Dame game as a semifinal as a game. game. Or a quarterfinal game, right? Yeah. Or, or as a quarterfinal game. You get uh, these playoff games would be so much more entertaining. And guess what? You might have an upset. You might get one upset. You might get you have multiple upsets. I mean, you might, you might get Utah. Like let's say they made it as like twelve. They beat five, which could be Notre Dame. And then they go and they because they go play, play Cincy. Then, then they go play and they beat Cincy. Now they're in the semifinals. And you're like, oh look at Utah. Now will they still lose? Yeah, probably to Bama Georgia. But now Bama and Georgia have to win three games to get to the to win the championship. Two games. 
will have to oh, win yeah, three. three. three they, have, they have to win three to win it. But they still have to play another one and two, you know, yeah. and less time to prepare. Because you give Nick Saban yeah. a month and then 10 days, he's going to win. So it, there are the, chances. The, the only teams that are going to complain about an expanded football playoff is Bama, Georgia. Realistically, like who else is going to complain about that? Because Ohio State gets in this year, right? You're talking about you. I mean, every non-dominant team is going to get in. Is gonna is gonna root for this because they're the ones that are outside looking in every single year. Notre Dame's gonna root for it. Oklahoma's gonna root for it, and that's fine. And yeah, you're people are gonna say, "Well, there's gonna be more blowouts," but I don't think there will be. I there's a blowout every semifinal game. Uh, I think the average is like 17 points. The the, the score yeah. between them, right? So why not have more good games leading up to it? And maybe now that Alabama and Georgia can't prep for a month, they only can prep for a, two weeks. All of a sudden, you have um, maybe they're not as. But there's different teams that match up well with them yeah. too. Like I think Ohio State would have matched up well with we, with Georgia. I was thinking about that. And everyone was talking about, it. and then I, I was listening to someone that made a point. For who was he? He's, he said, "Do you though?" Because when Michigan. Like, like you thought, like he could throw the ball all around the field. They can spread the straight with their yeah with, with, with playing, the rest. Yes. But when they played Michigan, their offensive line couldn't block Michigan, and he couldn't. He didn't have time to throw the ball deep. He didn't have the opportunity. He's like, and then Georgia's a better version of Michigan. So they were just well, like I would, they would okay. do the same. Well, I would okay. Then maybe that's fair. I'm not saying, but Ohio State matched up better. Looking back, I think Ohio State ma- would have matched up better with Georgia than Michigan did. Well, yeah, if. Michigan, yeah, Michigan's what scored six points because because or Georgia's weakness in their defense is their secondary, and Michigan, Michigan's like, oh, we're a run first team, and you're like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to your best is yeah. their best. I just think that like it, the way Michigan's defensive line dominate Ohio State with a four man rush, Georgia was just done that like tenfold, I thought, but you, you never know. Um, it couldn't be anything worse though. That's a point. Yeah, I mean, I'm, their offense does more than what Michigan's yeah. offense. Does. Um, also, let's give a shout out to uh, Smith and Jigba. That was <laughs> this guy is. Uh, that was sick. That was cool. Unbelievable. I mean, that's cool. And, you know, people complain. They're like, oh, you know, no Olave, no Wilson, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, but then you have this ki- this kid who just literally. Did- and then Marvin Harris Jr. These guys, th- their wide receiver core is so good. And yeah, that, but, and, like, it, these th- these moments, like, step up and, and people are, you're like, whatever. Like, yeah, they still won. Like, but this kid just put up, like, 300, what, 60 yards? Next year they're going to be good. And they're going to have the same guys that just played today. They're good. So, but, all right. I think we. Did a good amount of talking on uh, college football. Yeah. You want to get to the, Let's get to the, the, NFL. the drama of yeah. the national football league with, I mean, the, 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 the headlines is all about Antonio Brown right now. What do you think about that? All right. So two things. First, he basically quit on his team in the middle of the st- game. What happened was uh, the story right now. Is, allegedly. Allegedly. He would, he had an ankle injury. He didn't want, he went in for a play. They told him to go back in. He said, no, I don't want to. They said, then, you're not, he said, basically, Bruce Aaron said, if you don't go in, you're off the team. He said, basically, F you guys. Mike Evans was trying to talk to him. Uh, OJ Howard thing was trying to talk to him. He's like, nope, took his shoulder pads off, took his shirt off, then basically ran, like, jogged off the court, you know, raising his arms to the crowd, like doing like jumping jacks. Ankle must not hurt too bad if you're doing some jumping jacks while you're cheering. Yeah. But, uh, and then just gotten an Uber driver. Uber driver was a man. He's actually the private right. driver for like a all bunch those of guys. yeah, like AJ Brown, anyone in New York. But he was no uh, doubt, he was the man, yeah. But I'm gonna say one thing. I feel like and I'm not saying the media is giving him a pass, but because he's so crazy, 
everyone's going to this route of, you know, his mental health, his mental this, um, you know, I hope he gets the help he needs. And I do believe he has some type of issues, but like, let's look at his track record. Like maybe he's just a bad guy. Like no one's bringing up. I think there's a combination of both. Like no one's brought up the idea. Like he assaulted someone, right? He yeah. threatened people. He quit on the Steelers. He went nuts. The Patriots had to let him go. He got another chance with the Bucks, and he lasted a year and a half with them. Like so, and he and this is his antics. Like maybe he's just a selfish just, and, yeah. and not a great person. Like can't, why can't no one say that? He said that he might have some issues, but there is a combination of both. I do believe he has some issues, but I don't believe we can just be like, oh. I hope he gets the help he needs and all this other stuff. I don't think he's going to change the person who he is. It's not like he needs to go to rehab. He's just a prima donna. Like, obviously. An insane one. Some guys try to compare him to Terrell Owens. Yeah, T.O. was pissed. And I would be. Yeah. T.O. just went out and played every week. You know, I think, I do think he's got some mental issues, but yes, because a sane person doesn't do what he's done in his life. Um but there's just, there's a, a form of accountability. Like there's a form of like, Hey, part of you needs to just be like, Hey, like if you're hurt, you're hurt. Don't suit up. Cause that was allegedly was because, you know, he was told to go, he went in for a couple of plays, said his ankle didn't feel good. Bruce Arians like, no, go back in. He goes, if you don't go in, you're done. And that's how it all, which it's like, all right, I would be pissed too. If you, but like then to the point you made, like he's running off the field, like looks totally rare. fine. Yeah. You know, I just, I, it is sad. I, I just hail it's it, it's just one way or the other. And I think there's a common, no one can be in the middle. Yeah. It's like either, Oh, it's mental health or it's, he's great. It, it, he is. I think some of both. I think he's some, just hold also, also, I don't, I want to know what he was like. If someone could talk to us about his like first four or five years in the league, what he was like and in college, if he was a prima donna or not, because like, it seemed like after that, Vontez perfect yeah. hit. He just, he like, so there could be some like severe CT stuff. Yeah. So there could be like ever since that hit, but if he was, and again, I'm not in the locker room. If he was acting like that, he just, but he's putting up such numbers and they were winning. No one cared. Yeah. I could understand. I could just been be like, okay, he's been a prima donna his whole life. But you or know what? That hit like that hit, like, like messed him up. Yeah. But I did see something. It was yesterday. I thought it was a really valid point that Tomlin deserves coach of the decade for dealing with him, big Ben and Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> and like, then after that, he got like Juju Smith Schuster. Like he is just his locker room. And the fact that like, they're like, somewhat competent and everything like like just give him coach of the decade because yeah. he's on a master class oh, of that's, that's just funny. handling people which i'm like hey that's a valid point there because i mean that's i mean that's wild but no i mean it is sad to see because it, it's sad to see somebody just self-destruct whether it's because they're you know insane or because like they have mental health issues but holy moly like you see that and you're like what the hell is going on and and then to that point continue with the you know playoffs right around the corner like man bucks bucks might be in trouble they yeah they're in trouble i mean great all right so no godwin for the year now no ab yeah. uh, four nets hurt yeah it's it's tough right now the i mean obviously the nfc the favorite right now is the packers they look very good um as a packers fan does it get you nervous that like maybe they're just gonna lose in the nfc championship game again I mean, I wouldn't say nervous. One thing I am nervous about is that it, the NFC is just deep this year. Yeah. Someone's I, like, I want to see the, but I still wouldn't want to see Brady in the Bucks in the playoffs. And someone just like made a point. He's like, but like all the playoffs are good teams. Like, yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm looking at the AFC. 
I think every team we can beat, I think every team we can lose to. Yeah. And so it's like, ooh, I don't, I'm like going through like, all right, if we win, go, or we're a three seed, to say the Bills lose, and we're three, or I want the Bills to win, the uh, uh, Bengals to lose. So we can be I, the five seed going to the Bengals, beat the Bengals. But like all of a sudden, Jamar Chase looks like Randy Moss yeah. in his prime. Like it just, so it's like no it's, matter. And then we beat the Bills, we lost to the Bills, but the Bills look very good. But like that Bills game that they beat us, we I had a chance to intercept them. And yeah. so like there, there's just in the Titans, I think we can beat the, yeah. the Chiefs. I still think are the favorite. You I know, agree. Going just, to Arrowhead and trying to beat them. But if you can do the two teams that I, the three teams that I think can beat the chiefs that have the best chance, I guess you'd say would be if the Colts played them, the Titans, if they get Derrick Henry back and like the Patriots, because if they can run the ball and I think make, the bills too, can, I don't know if the bills can run the ball. Cause I think they're going to the do beat them. They're going to be a track meet though. Yeah. So that's it. The, the only thing is I think yeah, a track yeah. meet in the, I still think the bills can beat them. Don't yeah. get, I'm not saying that I think though, is when you can get, if you can get like the first half be like three possessions each team and you get them to be a three down, you get a seven minute drive, six minute drive, seven minute drive that ends in like 17 points. And the Chiefs only have seven points. You're going to the second half with a 10 point lead. This is what the Patriots did the year before or the last time yeah. they played the Chiefs, right? So like, you can shorten that game down. Um, and, and the the Colts can definitely do that. If, the, if they get Derrick Henry back, they can definitely do that. So I, the, the AFC is a lot more open. But I think, I think the, the NFC, the thing with the NFC that's just, it actually like is a huge deal getting home field is because every good NFC team is warm weather or a dome. Yeah. Like it's Tampa, Dallas, Cardinals, LA. Are yeah. you realistic? Like, sure, the Eagles, like, but I, I mean, we'll, yeah. you know. I, I think the only team that can beat those NFC teams are the Chiefs. I think if the Titans get in, I think if the Cow- the Patriots get in, the Colts or whoever, you know, the, the Bengals somehow make a run, get to the Super Bowl. Like, I don't see any of those teams besides the Chiefs winning. The Bills are just, like that, I know it's like snowing, but like there's times where they look like, Josh Allen looks like an MVP yeah, quarterback. And, it, it, and then there's times where the team, like, I mean, they're lo- they're struggling. To get, like, they're down 2 nothing. the buff pump. In the first safety, and then Matt Ryan missed an open receiver that probably could have went for a touchdown. And it's just like they don't look that great for a little bit, but then they just dominate the second half. You know, it's just like there's this weird. The Bills look like a Super Bowl team, and yeah, they look like a really, team that could lose really, to anyone. But that's like that's like the Cowboys too, yeah, though. They, and that's what's shocking to me is like they're like I don't know. I I'm torn. I, this year is it's. I'm not gonna say I'm like confident or not confident, like because I think it's gonna be tough, like. That you know, buy is so huge. That the buy is massive right now. Now they only one team gets a buy and not two because the second place team, then there's a chance that they get ups because they have to win two games instead yeah. of just playing, you know, one. So in, in the ones he gets the worst team. So if there's a, a seven or it, six yeah, wins. Yeah, the seven or the six wins. Yeah, that's you, you, you. So you basically get an easy game. Yeah, because then, then you're looking at it like in the NFC picture because it's like your top five are pretty much like secure. obviously Green Bay, but then it's Tampa. Um, Ram- Dallas Rams and Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, those are your top five. So then your your six and seven. It's like it's Eagles and then um, Eagles are in between and- the Saints and the 49ers right now. And so it's like, man, like let's just say let's just say the Saints get in. Let's just say you're like, okay, well their defense is good, but their offense is just shit. But let's say they play the Bucks that they just have their number and they yeah. win nine to six or nine yeah. to seven. And then you're like, well, if the if the Saints go to Lambo, I'm like, 
yeah, the, the Saints did a number on them the first game of the year, but this is a different Packers team. But then yeah. I'm like, okay, so the Packers beat them. Or the, let's say the Eagles pull off an upset and like they play the Eagles. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. feeling pretty good to get to the NFC Championship. Oh, yeah, and, and, and you're in the NFC Championship game. Now you play a good team. Where you, when you're the ones you get, basically you're playing one elite team. Unless the top four win. Yeah, right? which, which it could right? happen. We're in the AFC the Titans are the one seed. They beat the Texans. The, They're the one the Titans seed. Titans as a one seed. You're not even like worried. Like you're not scared. I rather. So the reason why I want, if I was, I want to play the Bengals as a Patriots fan. As a Patriots fan, if, if the okay. bank of the Bengals lose and, and they go to four, the Bills go to three. The Patriots stay at five. They play the Bengals, right? No. Four, five play each other. Yeah, and then. So the three plays a six. Two plays a seven, seven. Three plays a six. Yeah. As long as the Chiefs and Bills win, yeah. we go to Tennessee. Correct. Right? Or we go, We can't drop down to the six seed, but um, I guess if we lose in the Colts. One of the, win, yeah. Another team but, 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 yeah. But I would, where we could have a round where we go Bengals, Tennessee, then we don't have to play the Chiefs or the Bills. We only play one of them. Where if we, if it is where it is now, we play the Bills. And then if an upset happens at, Seven, six, or seven, which could happen because the Bengals are a three seed. And they are, I think, they're a year away from being great. Yeah, they're very consistent. and they, so they could easily they could they scream of a team that could lose by thirty and just not ready for the playoffs. Right? They could win. That's a Bengals thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so all of a sudden that upset happens, and now we have to go Bills, Chiefs, then Titans. That's, That's a lot tougher road. I agree to happen. You know, so you almost. Uh, yeah, it, it it's so tough because you just have no idea. I mean, obviously, there's so much the seeding, especially in the AFC, like the one seed up for grab, and the NFC, it's like two through two through fives up for grab because if the Rams lose and the Cardinals win, then they get the division. There's just so much, but it it really just all comes down to like, is there going to be an upset? Like, because that's how. Because I think last year, um, I don't remember the AFC picture as much, but the NFC Packers had the one that Rams came to them. With Jared Goff, which, you know, they were good, but they weren't yeah. great. And they played in cold weather. And that's what you're like. And then the Tampa Bay also, came to town, also, and then the weather turned to, like, 35. Matt Stafford's, like, 10 and 60 against teams with winning records. Yeah. And he's not even that great as a Rams player with a team with winning records. So, um, I think, that, I mean, that covers it for the for the NFL right now. I mean, Week 18, we'll have some seeding. There's a couple we, interesting games. But really? I, the, the, the Chargers-Raiders game is win, win go to the playoffs. Games, yeah. So they're basically in a playoff game this week. Yeah, which is exciting, which yep. is cool because interdivision as well. Also, I think the Chargers probably have a chance to beat the Chiefs than the Raiders do. Oh, side note, do you see yeah. the new Raiders like rookie just got a DUI? <laughs> so brutal. All right. NFL teams, Raiders, I'm looking at you. How much do you think an Uber driver that w- drives eight hours a day, ten hours a day makes a year? I'm out. Before you even say that, they don't pay. Do you know the NFL players and coaches don't pay for Uber? It is a part of their. I I was reading this after the Henry Ruggs thing. It's a part of the negotiated where they have unlimited rides. I am pretty sure I was reading that, and if that's the case, is that not just mind-boggling? Unlimited. I'm gonna do some research. I'm. Is I, that all right? If you if it's not unlimited, how much do you think an Uber driver makes in Vegas or in like a major city a year? No idea. If they were fifty grand, maybe if they're working their ass off. Go to five Uber drivers. Do background checks, Raider fans. Either offer them forty k for the season or eighty k a year, and you have five Uber drivers, right? Eighty k a year. There's always three on at one time, and they will. If you are drinking, 
they will pick you up and drive you anywhere within the Las Vegas area. If you are out in Las Vegas, they will drive you. If you're at a, a teammate's house, they will all drive you. every team should just have that. Yeah, every team should. Uh, but put them on payroll. That's what I'm saying. Put up 80, uh, so five, that's 400 grand a year. Guess what? The Henry Ruggs just cost yourself millions of dollars and your team's bad part PR. This other guy just cost your team probably bad PR and having to like do that. Just hire these people and make them just be on call. Great, right? If there's a party, hey, there's a couple guys out in the gate. Hey, call the Uber, call the Uber. All right. And the hey, I, I can, I'm dropping, I'm picking up, you know, Derek Carr. I'll come get you after. All right. But like have someone there that is a full time driver. It, this is wild. It, it's insane. It, or you have a free, I get maybe there's time. Like, oh my God. This is, uh, go. this is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. So how this is how I'm going to, pretty much summarize this pretty quickly, but it started in 2011. It's called the player transportation link. Um, it pretty much provides a sober ride car service to any current or former NFL player. And they've had this partnership now with, two, with Lyft since 2017. So how does it work? Player calls either uses the app like every other human, or they call this 1-800 number on the back of their NFL player ID card. From there, the NFL PA, the players association picks up the tab for a ride that chauffeured you to go wherever that is unbelievable if that is true which i just read is like a new york times thing that's re re and I, re I read it for the henry ruggs thing it's insane that's insane to me like you have free ubers everywhere yeah i would i get uber black all day uber excel for yourself like just get in an uber have them pick you up maybe it, it'll go again maybe if i was a famous nfl player or you know, well-known, maybe I don't want to get an Uber with a regular guy because a crazy person, but teams just hire mm. a Uber driver or a driver, not even Uber, don't hire a driver, hire the freaking guy, and Giants, get a sick, hire get a, what's his name? Yeah, get a sick, get him, have him get a sick car so the players are like, you know, excited to be in this car type thing. Like Give him a big ass Escalade. Yeah. And like just, and just have them rolling oh, around this thing, picking them up and they got, Hey, we're paying your car payment. This is your car. Yeah. Use it only for driving here. You know, if you're going anywhere else, you can use it for like personal, but don't rack up so many miles, but you're driving, you're just on call from like 8 PM to 6 AM for picking these guys up. Yeah, you just have different guys. It's like, it's like your own, like I, I heard this is, this is, this is what I heard, but it's similar. It's a little different, but Duke basketball has like so many team managers, but they have like one team manager partnered up with a player. And basically if the player wants to go get shots up, like they're on call to go. To go. So if the guy like calls like three, I'm like, Hey, I want to get shots up. You have to go get shots up. Yeah. Right. Like that's just on call. These people are on call to go pick you up. You know, I, I get you. There's a person in Vegas. will take 80 grand a year to be the driver. Plus I bet you, I bet you right now, Vegas would pay somebody half a million dollars a yeah. year with, I mean, and that was one of the big concerns about an NFL team going to, Vegas uh, was that, and I mean, it was like, what? It was yesterday, or actually it was this morning, four o'clock in the morning, he was leaving, I think, the Cromwell, and he was just found asleep in his car. And so uh, he was behind the wheel. He was, I don't know if he was actually driving. I think he was just sleeping there. I don't know if his car was in drive or what the deal was there, but gosh, just, I mean, it's, it's not that hard. Like, it's not hard to, to you know, especially when it's free. So, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me, but you know, that's, that's just the NFL drama. That's, I think you get a lot of, you get a lot of people that just uh, don't make good educated decisions. So yeah. that's the unfortunate reality of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the last things we can touch up on is um, 
rule here, uh, the NBA, but I mean, it's kind of just status quo. Teams are, um, a lot of guys are getting, you know, contracts of the COVID. The top teams are still the top teams. There's not really any, the Lakers still aren't playing well. The Celtics are so inconsistent. Um, all they did just come back and Jalen Brown put up a 50 burger on the magic. But, uh, yeah, just NBA, anything on the NBA, it's been pretty status quo. Suns yeah, looking I mean, good. Warriors still there. Yeah, same teams at the top. Same things at the top. I mean, people, teams just going through in and out of COVID protocols. I mean, it's just kind of what the the it's kind of like that lull middle of the season right now. Um, you know, I think I think things will start to heat up in the next month or so. Now that they do like the whole play in game or play in format for the uh, seven eight seven seed. eight seeds, I think it'll start to heat up. You know, once. Obviously, the, the top two seeds have really pulled away in the West. Also, notice how uh, no teams pulled out of uh, New Year's Six Bowl games or the Big Bowl games. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> they get paid $20 million for that. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it's weird how every... A lot of teams had COVID issues, but the teams playing in the Big Bowl games did not. Yeah. I, I Wouldn't it be crazy if... Like, Chris Wilde was on the sideline, so I doubt it, but like... Oh yeah, he's sitting. He just decided to sit out. Like, like there's a couple of players that sat out like last minute. Um, decided to sit out last minute. What it, was it, was, like COVID. it was COVID, but they didn't want to say it. So uh, to get the whole team tested, so they just were like, "Hey, uh, yeah, I'm gonna sit out and prep for the NFL." It wouldn't surprise me for. A I would. Day. I would need. I would need to know how many players actually sat out. Because like, let's say like some no name like backup lineman was like him hey, sitting out. Like, oh then- no, but I'd be like, he, I would just be like injury. If I was like Ohio State's like AD, yeah. I'd be like, uh, injury. Yeah. You know, oh, you're, we're playing this injury. Yeah. I but, mean, uh, absolutely. If that's a ton of money that program just benefits from drastically. I mean, you're talking $20 million. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. The other COVID, oh, I guess the NHL is trying to like sit out for a couple of weeks. Uh, and the players are mad they can't go play in the Olympics, which I get because hockey is like a different breed of players. Oh, yeah. They, they like, love playing for their country. And yeah, like, and, and it's, like, a massive, like, tournament. I mean, yeah, so in, in, like, you got Canada, U.S., you got Russia, Sweden. Sweden, Norway. I mean, there's, like, a lot of good teams. I wouldn't be surprised if Russia just, like, Putin came over and kidnapped the, like, Ovechkin and oh, things yeah. and like Malkin. Yep, yep. Yep, this is what you do. Well, not Malkin, he's Canadian. Which, actually, like, what a, speaking of, I mean, since we are, you know, talk show for sports, like, no one is talking about the Winter Olympics. No one. No one. Like, do, does anyone care? I'm just curious because, like, no one is talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's like a month uh, away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a maybe a mean Winter Olympics and why people don't care about it as much as the Summer Olympics is because the whole world's not involved. Yeah. It's basically half the world. How many people live in, like, Africa? I have no idea. Like a billion people, they don't. They don't. There's no snow. Like they're not skiing. So there's yeah, not. The and and also like a lot of these sports, like you need a lot of money to play hockey to go skiing and snowboarding. Winter sports are expensive. It's it's you don't you can't just go run or like yeah. you can't just go like pick up a ball. Yeah, and no, so you, in a bobsled, you need to create a course to go hockey, bob, like hockey. ice skating. All that stuff is is very uh, ice time is very expensive. You want to go learn to ski and snowboard? I bet you cost as a kid if you're not a great. It costs thousands and thousands of dollars to get a ski pass and to use the bowl and, and all that stuff. Like it, it, it really eliminates where like running baseball, basketball, these, these yeah. sports are worldwide that anyone can just, you can, you don't need much. And so that's, I truly believe like, yeah, it's the best winter people, but like a lot less people play winter sports. What's the, uh, the sport where curling, they, you know what we should do? So I, I looked it up. They have like leagues. It went like crazy after the Americans like had that insane yeah. upset. 
I think this place over here down the road has it like a beer league. I think we should like go play one time. I think we, you see that when they interviewed the guys four years ago, like, so what kind of training are you doing? Like, tra- training. training. Yeah. We're going to go have a six pack of beer. And uh, he's like, he's go like, ring, he's like, just whatever. so you know, we're not athletes. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, it, but that's, a, that's, a, that's like, a guy that understands like, we're just regular people. Yeah. They just like, but so got good. <laughs> I think if you put a lot of people that don't have the opportunity to play winter sports in winter sports, like they would be, there's so many great athletic people out there that they, could dominate. So that's why I think the summer Olympic is like that. It's truly the greatest. It's the fastest person. It's the strongest person. Yeah. Like there's opportunity in these sports. Um, that's also it, why I think like, so why so- America is not good. That's at soccer. why America is not good at soccer. soccer is because it's not a rich person sport. No, you, and that and might it, be a hot. And, well, there's a lot of sports in, in the United States that aren't like basketball is huge in huge. the United States, but it's not as big. We also are else. like, we have like, People here that are just like seven foot ten, run four no, forties, and and can jump through. The no, but but soccer here is like an expensive sport. Oh, it yeah. costs so much. It's a pro, they, they use soccer in the United States. It's so it's like one of the more expensive sports. Like lacrosse is up to play, like to travel, and it, it's crazy. Unless you're like you're twelve and you're so much better, people might be like, hey, free, free. But like, is wherever soccer else, doesn't also have like seven foot tall humans? Yeah, in it, and also. Though. Kids don't go out and play in a field and just kick a soccer ball where other places it's like we have a ball, it's all we need, we'll go out. You can set up a goal with, with two rocks, cones, you know, yeah, yeah cones, whatever. whatever. Like, but no one wants to do this. And it's also again to play, it's like very expensive to get to these things. And and we've America's really monetized am, or, or yeah. kids use sports. <laughs> They've mo- like made it so much more money. Where basketball's a lot, you're tall, someone will like, oh well, hey, come in, go to the gym. Every high school has a gym. Every middle school has a gym. Go play, practice. You can go. There's a park with a court because yeah. it's so small. So every, you know, there's no soccer courts everywhere that they have like um, there. But yeah, I just think when the, my hot take on winter sports is just like, it's not, it's not as, is talked about is because it's only like. It's not as relatable. Yeah. Half the people do. And like, and like yeah. not many people like, I've gone skiing, snowboarding once each in my life. Like yeah. I just, it's cool to watch. It, I'll watch it when it's on like background, but I'm not like, Ooh, I got to watch this. Yeah, I'll watch, watch I actually like watching like uh, the speed skating Speed skating sick. because it's like, this is the fastest Apollo person. Anton Ono. Yeah, that dude Apollo. made it. This sick. is the fastest person on skates on ice. Yeah. Like I, that. Love, I love it. So stuff like that, that I like to do, um, and, and watch, but yeah, like it, I like some of like the downhill stuff, like, like the, downhill like what like Lindsey Vaughn does like yeah. they're going 65 miles an hour and I'm oh, like yeah. that is impressive my knees would just dislocate oh, shot I would die I, I cut one time just poof yeah poof but some of the sports are cool it doesn't get the hype but also isn't as many games or you know events that do happen so I think that's also like part of it you know it's not as built out as the summer Olympics to the point but why people love the hockey is literally the NHL players go it's literally the best, best players in the world and, and, they, and you actually kind they of pause the nhl season they used to at least i don't yeah. know about this year since it doesn't sound they're like they're pausing playing but. into re to uh to re like a like basically covid's going rampant no so, but they used to yeah they used to pause the season for this the year they're pausing it and they're COVID. just yeah and COVID. yeah but yeah so with that i mean that's coming up as well we'll probably do an olympic preview you know get the, the bobsled team together that's pretty cool i mean you got to watch the bobsled team Oh yeah, the bobsled. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're or some, the skeleton. That's scary. That's scary. It's one person on, the, uh, on that little, and they're like on their bellies. Yeah, that's wild. I, but yeah, uh, again, it, it's interesting because you don't get to see these sports on a daily basis. Where like track and field, volleyball, yeah. the, the summer. You that's the only interesting part. But you don't know again because it's literally less than half the population 
is in a climate that can play this. Yeah. So it, that makes it really tough. Makes it, yeah, absolutely. I so, completely agree. But hey, we'll, I guess we'll see. But anything else? No. NFL Week 18 finalized the uh, playoff position before we'll probably do a, a NFL playoff uh, preview next week. I, and I'm going to go on a limb here and say I might be a positive units. In my, I went three and two again, so I am 14 and six in my bowl. That's up five point like six units. I lost four point nine during the season, and I was in our bowl. In my in my uh, I was four one and one in the uh, preseason, like my my picks, mm-hmm. that, like over under team yeah. total. So even if I lose the next two, I am plus money in college. Congratulations, football. Happy for you. Long season. Long season. It's a marathon, Long not season. a sprint. Long season. I'll be up like $200. Yeah. <laughs> hey, free entertainment. Free entertainment. Free um, entertainment. All right. But with that, follow us at the Taylor Fade Pod on Instagram. Apple, Spotify, the Vookie Sports Network on YouTube. Obviously, we, we're on uh, first bowl preview is out there. Second one will be up. Um, this episode will be up Thursday. Um, on the the Vookie Sports Network. So look at us, YouTube, like, subscribe. Uh, honestly, DM us, send us your pick. If you have picks, if you have picks, on a, a, I'll put you this way. If you DM the Taylor Fade podcast and you say, hey, I like the Heat plus 11, I'm going to bet the Heat plus 11. Because you know something that I yeah, know. Yeah, if you're DMing me, unless your name is Matt Sanger, I'm not going to listen to you. Uh, Cincinnati Moneyline was a lost bet from the second. I got to watch that with him too. And I just kept on calling him an idiot. But you tell me a bet, I will take it. I will be, all right, yeah, sounds good. And then if it wins, I'll just keep waiting for you to DM me. I'll keep betting. I think some people in this, like, tw- when Twitter's ruined gambling and the aspect of everyone, like, calls everyone idiots. They all want to be dumb. There are fake, and I hate the fake, you know, Vegas Davis loser. Hate that guy. But there are people on there that like are trying to like do research, give picks. Like I like yeah. love Parker stats of war. Like he get, and he's not actually trying to tell you what to pick. He gives you stats. He just you, gives you the stats. Yeah, and, and you look into it. But there are people out there that do and I follow some I talk to a few of them that like are like we're all in this together. We're all trying to beat We're trying Vegas. to win money. We're all together. Like stop crapping and shitting on someone. Sorry for my language, but stop doing that for you know some guy, oh, you're terrible, you're terrible. If someone's charging picks and they're wrong, they should be executed. You don't charge picks. I hate char- yeah. people that charge picks. I, I find them frauds. I will never do that. The people that are just giving out some free picks. Um, Based on their or, or, educated research. Yeah, or they're like, they create a Discord for people that like, yeah, we're all in this. I'm in a Discord. We're like all in this together. Okay, yeah. I like this, I like this. We're all trying to win money together. So please, if you think you have a good tip or something, send it. I will, I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, download the Vokey app, the App Store today. It's there for all your sports content, your risk-free betting. Enter a chance for chances to win different raffle prizes. I know at the end of the week, the Lululemon gift card, that raffle is drawn at the end of this week along with the, I believe, Bass Pro and Chipotle gift cards at the end of this week. Download it today. Give it a try. And uh, thanks for listening. See ya.